Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. And we are officially underway. Drop the subject is here. Never fear. Don't worry. Shh, shh, quiet. It's okay. We, we are queer. We are queer, and we are here on Channel Q for you live. I'm Allie, joined again by James Simmons. Welcome back, James. Thank you very much. It is uh, it is, it is happy to be here. I'm going to start speaking about myself in the third person it already. It is happy to be it, here. It is happy to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for today's show. We have a jam-packed show. We're going to play a game called Who Tweeted It with Channel Q hosts. And since, James, you've been on every show pretty much <laughs> right, I'm just making my rounds yeah you might be really good at this game okay. we're gonna oh, read a tweet yes. and then you have to guess who tweeted it from the Channel Q fam from all like Dr. Yeah. Chris to everyone right yep. night day doesn't matter is mm-hmm. Lisa involved DJ Lisa <gasps> may or may not be Ooh. we'll have to find okay, out very good we're also gonna get to drop the president big day yesterday hello Klobuchar goodbye Yang was trending you know that was a headline that was floating around and we have a nice tribute for Andrew Yang as well because drop the president turned in to drop the candidate yesterday. But let's get to the real reason that we bring you back on the show, James. Ways for for me to just ask you about being a nurse and what it's like, because it fascinates me. Very good. Okay. Tell Tell me this. What is, as a nurse, I mean, you've been practicing for quite a while. You've had to do many, many procedures, many checkups, many shots. You've wiped a few butts. Mm-hmm, sure. What is the grossest thing that you have to do for your job? And I think it's probably different for different people. And then I'll tell you about something a nurse did to me. Oh, no. Where they said that it was their least favorite thing to do before they did it. (laughs) Which is absolutely not the thing that said nurse should be doing. I mean, maybe that nurse was trying to develop a rapport with you or something. No, no. They were like, I hate doing this. It was a one and done visit. It was a new doctor that I had never been to before. The doctor was awful. The medical, it was a bad experience. But uh, she told me, this is my least favorite thing to do. I just want to know first, before I tell you my story, what your grossest thing is. Because you got to do a lot of gross stuff. A lot of great stuff, but a lot of gross stuff. But a lot of gross stuff. And I I think there, you know, one of the things that is prevalent in nursing, all nurses have their thing, right? So, uh, there's always something. Some body fluid, some body part, some something is, ugh, right? So well, yeah. I, I used to work in a trauma center on the west side of Chicago. So I would see gunshots Whoa. and like crazy stuff and bad car accidents. We were right by the airport. So like weird, crazy stuff from the airport. It was great. I loved it. Like exploded vapes? That's the craziest thing I could think <laughs> like of at the airport. Exploding grapes. People with things in their shoes. Uh. Uh, no, but kind of like coronavirus, which I know we're going to talk about later in the show, tease, that... Uh, people would come off the plane with like weird funky viruses from places and they would mm. quarantine them in our hospital. Like it was really great. It was but really it great. Was, it was super great. And I would often, so we would see, and I, I don't mean this to gross listeners out, but we would see blood and guts coming out of people sometimes. Because wow. I mean, when someone's in a car accident and it's really bad. like There's it, guts out there sometimes. There's stuff hanging out. Didn't bother me a bit. Okay. Quick question about the guts. Uh-huh. When guts fall out, do you just kind of shove them back in there or is there an order to the to everything? Interestingly, until the trauma surgeon arrives and takes them to the OR to properly fix the guts. Uh, it depends on where they're falling out, but sometimes, yeah. You just kind of shove them back sometimes in. Sometimes you just shove them back in and you like put a bit like you slap a big like, Ugh. which is essentially medical duct tape over it to like close close it up so that nothing falls out. Yeah, just like a ripped teddy yeah, bear. You're just like, boop, <laughs> there you go. There you go, boo. You look great. <laughs> okay, uh, go so, on. Blood and guts are fine. 
Diarrhea is fine. Really? Diarrhea yeah. is fine. Totally fine with blood. I'm totally fine with vomit. I'm totally fine with all of those things. I mean, I guess you kind of have to be to a degree. Yeah. I, most most nurses have. But but I will tell you that that my thing and then what most nurses' things are. So most nurses' thing is is mucus. They well, just can't do the when the mucus is coming up or it's coming out or we're doing this procedure where we're sucking it out of the lung. Oh. And it's it's really gurgly and gross and oh. it smells and <laughs> yeah, it is. All, and so nurses will, will gag, right? Run out do of the room. Do you gag in front of a person that's there? I mean, do you, I mean have I've, you ever gagged in front of someone and had to suppress your gag? I have not gagged in front of someone, but I have passed out in front of someone no! because of my thing. Because of my thing that's gross. Okay. And it's, really, it's probably not exactly what you're expecting. So I, being a former volleyball and basketball player, I have sprained and or broken my feet multiple times. I'm oh. talking in the dozens. Oh, God. And so I have seen, looked down and seen my own displaced ankle, ah! like coming out the side of my leg, ah! right? And so I saw that and I freaked out and I puked and I passed out. And that was when I was like 19 years old, right? All right. I w- fair. Yeah, I would right. have done the Correct. Same. Yeah. Right. So now I have this like trauma about really awful orthopedic injuries. So Ooh. like when grandma comes in and she's dislocated her hip and her hip is like coming out of her eyebrow. <gasps> I... I, you can't do it. I get green. I get nauseous. I get because I feel it, right? I feel her pain, and so hysterical story. When my charge nurse at this big hospital in the ER, when I was still bedside before I became a nurse practitioner, and she's, we're, we're slammed. There's patients everywhere, and you know, Grandpa's over here, and he needs blood pressure meds, and this is ankles and stuff, and it's going on, and it's madness. It's like three a.m. and the ambulance run comes in, and the ambulance was like, okay, Grandma fell. On the way to the bathroom in the middle of the night, she her got hips to pee. In her eyebrow. Her hips coming out of her eyebrow. We're bringing her in, and my charge nurse was like, "Hee hee hee, I'm gonna give it to James." <laughs> no. So I'm running around. There's like nine patients. I'm doing whatever. I haven't eaten. I haven't peed. Like it's crazy. And I, I walk into my room, and the physicians are already in there, getting ready to reset her <gasps> hip. Oh! And a lot of times we just do it. Like it's it's almost like pulling off the band aid. Right. And so they like yank the leg down and shove the femur back into place. <laughs> And they were doing it just as I walked in. Ah! And so I walked in and I see grandma's hip coming out of her eyebrow. Ah! And the physicians yank. And you and James went down. I went straight down. I mean, and you not broke your even. Hip. Right. <laughs> I went, maybe I would have gotten good pain meds after that. Yeah. But I, I went straight down. My God. Isn't that something? So my well, thing so is like you, bones. Can, you can't watch oh. those videos of like Sean Livingston cracking his knee in half and things oh, like that. No. Like a leg going completely out the other direction. Those Gord, are the things Gordon that Hayward, really bought Yeah. I was watching that live last, yeah. last oh, year. Okay, yeah. Those moments uh-huh. where, you know, and, and I really hate those too. And Kevin used to always oh. show me those videos without <laughs> tell me, telling me. He'd be like, this is like one of the best plays in the, in the uh, history, NBA history. Uh, and then I'd be like, ah! So, <laughs> like, gotcha, yeah. I'm with mm-hmm. you there. Okay, to be continued, because I want to tell you what happened to me. Of course. And uh, I know you say a lot of nurses have a thing with mucus. This is a different green substance Uh-oh. inside my body that a nurse Uh-oh. had a problem with. We'll get to that. How's that for a tease, huh? What do you want from me? We'll be right back. You know, just a little announcement to anyone who reads the news. <laughs> I just I just want to tell everybody, by the way, before we go on, welcome back to Drop the Subject on Channel Q. They, Thank you. We, yeah, you're welcome. They, they, there has been some tr- drama, trauma in the studio right now. I, Allie almost walked all out. Well, She's because very upset. I have to read what's going on in the world for my damn job. Okay? <laughs> right, this is what you do for a living. But I also have to, I, w- I want to watch certain shows, ridiculous as they are, I'm sucked into The Masked Singer. And I'm going through Google News, not even a specific, I'm not even Googling the masked singer. Okay? Minding my own business. This is just in the entertainment section. <laughs> 
Mass Singer Turtles identity revealed an interview with, and then boop, there's the name of the person. Stop. The worst spoiler ever when I haven't even seen the episode and it doesn't even air until this evening. So that's for tonight's episode. So now I already uh. know not only which animal is getting voted off, <laughs> but I know the identity of the turtle. Of the turtle. Okay, and the turtle is very talented. Now, I'm sort of surprised. Is this the first? I mean, I'm getting, we're getting way off track, but is this the first time that this has happened? Or have there been oh, no. like masked I, singer spoilers before? I'm sure this happens every year. And, uh, <laughs> in I the mean, grand tradition of the masked singer. I guess in the third <laughs> annual masked singer, which, I mean, it's gotten already so ridiculous. There's like a tournament style thing happening oh, this year. Stop. It's uh, They're dragging it out. And we're Come suckers on. that are watching every minute of it. But still, uh, please do not. Not put the spoilers in your headline, okay? You have to do the spoiler alert. Yep. Thank you. Common sense. PSA, everybody. All Hello. Right. We have to get to drop the president, but I did want to share my story about what happened with the nurse because I know I I, I, I left you all hanging on the edges of your seats. <laughs> Everyone's with bated breath. I, I, I opened the show asking James what his thing is as a nurse. What is the one thing that grosses him out? And it was broken bones, bones popping out in other oh. directions that they're not supposed to. And for me, I went to a doctor a few months back and my wife always gets on me about that I might be losing my hearing. She's always worried about it because I wear headphones every day. Um, I also say what a lot when she's talking. (laughs) The dreaded what? what? Yeah, so I asked um, the the doctor, I said, you know, I I just want to get my hearing checked. I want you to look in there. Can you give a little look-see? And he was like, (laughs) oh, your left ear is totally impacted with earwax. Oh, the ear serum. So the nurse came in with the little pan, (laughs) and she came in and she was like, okay, so we got to try and get the earwax out of your ear. And I was like, yep. And I was excited. I was like, this is great. I'm going to be like a new woman. I'm going to be able to hear. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I was excited, and she said, you know, us nurses, this is usually our least favorite thing to do. Uh, And I was like, okay, why are you telling me that before you do it? And I was very excited, but there's a lot of, (laughs) I guess there's a long process to it. Yes, there's lots of steps, and there's fluids, and you got to lay on your side, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they had to put water in my my ear, and Uh but then when it came out, I was so excited. I was like, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. It's very satisfying. No, like popping a zit, like I love that. You know that feeling you get? No. Mm. Oh, yeah, when you get it. You're one of those. I love Dr. Pimple Popper. We should have her on. Um, Sure. (laughs) Because that is so weird to me that people are obsessed with doing that, with the satisfaction and watching videos online Mm -hmm. of people popping each other's zits Mm -hmm. is something. And it's a lot of times women, straight women who love, oh, I'm, I love my boyfriend's pimply, weird back that I can pop his I zits every night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Honey, let me pop one of your zits. And he's like, no, leave me alone. And it, No, there's a thing to it. it. It's actually like it triggers some sort of like uh, the the rush like food does or sex or orgasm. It triggers that same release in the brain. What? So there's actually science behind this. Like when people are watching that, they're, lo- they're I'm, I'm butchering this. So if someone knows, please call us. 833-877-Q, right? But uh, <laughs> call Q. You got the, most of the numbers, almost, right? Almost, uh, right. Uh, use your phone. But that, yeah, you get this like little mini tiny orgasm every time you do it. What? That's why uh, people see, are into it. I am not, uh, I do not want to see pus seeping out of any orifice on anybody that I love <laughs> or hate. So I, that I will never understand. But getting Dr. Pimple Popper on the air would be a great icebreaker into uh, pimple popping dumb. Maybe I'll be less grossed out by it. I got a big one on my back. No! 
we can totally, I'll go shirtless. Oh, she can pull, and it always smells. Do it live on the air. Oh yes. my God, stop it. All yeah. right, drop the president's on deck. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, yesterday was a big day for the state of New Hampshire. The Hampshire. The Hampshire. <laughs> um, I'm Ali. I'm joined by nurse practitioner James Simmons, and you can ask him anything if it's related to pimple popping or uh, mucus, especially if you want to send him pictures of your broken bones. Oh, That's at Ask the NP. God. You asked for this. <laughs> I did ask for this. I did. <laughs> I told people to ask me, and boy, do they. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now let's move on to what happened yesterday. The primary results are in, and there are results, which is a huge shift from Iowa. This is Drop the President. Drop the President. Now, I was not following all day, but, you know, before I went to bed, I gave a little checky check, and it seemed <laughs> a little something-something, and it seemed that Sanders and Buttigieg were pretty close and uh sanders took it i i am actually pretty shocked that he's doing as well as he's doing really i yes and i I don't know why i'm shocked because when it uh, this is a little piece of what he said yesterday and then we'll get into it that this victory here is the beginning of the end for donald trump i guess i feel like I, i if I really think about it, okay, you know, he did very, very well last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why he wouldn't do well this time. But it seemed like Warren was just kind of right right, right there next to him. And she was a little younger. She was a little spicier and peppier. Uh, she didn't yell so much and slobber all over the microphone. <laughs> and point the finger at everybody. Yes, and I kind of thought that the Sanders mantra was getting old. It was uh. just like, all right, I get the millionaires and billionaires. I get all the stuff that you've no been touting. No super pack money. Yes. But the bros stan. The Bernie bros stan. It's crazy. And But here's the thing. So I think you know you brought up Liz Warren. I... I don't think she's completely out. I think actually what this shows us is that the Democrats are still, and this is unfortunately the opinion of sort of some some Republicans and people on the other side who are probably lovely people, but we're still searching. We still look lost as a party. Yes. Right? We're like, who do we want? It's true. And where are we going? And, and some of this We may is, want a gay guy, but maybe an old guy who maybe, had a heart attack. Right. We can't make up our I minds. Know, and, but maybe we want this funny lady <laughs> from Minnesota who, <laughs> yeah. uh, she's really punching above her weight, you know, you two know, times now. The fact that you are doing a Minnesota accent right now, <laughs> one makes me so incredibly happy, but two makes me really wish that Amy had more of a classic Minnesota accent. I think she'd go real far if she just <laughs> told everybody she'd make them coffee and bars. Come on over to the church social for a hot dish. Okay, oh, I'm God. just going to move my shaky bang over to the site. <laughs> she does have that and thing. And I'm right. going to give you a loaf, a uh, meatloaf. <laughs> and, and excuse me, you know, the medical person in me, I'm like, what, does she have early onset Parkinson's? Like, right. Why is she shaking so much? Like, I worry. Well, you know? and listen to her voice. Her voice is just as shaky as her head and her bangs. Hello, America. I'm Amy Klobuchar, and I will beat Donald Trump. My heart is full tonight. palpitating. Well, there are still ballots left to count. We have beaten the odds every step of the way. All right. Well, I I think that she's one of those women who sounds like she's on the verge of crying. 
a lot of times. Constantly. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I don't dislike her by any stretch. Sure. I think a lot of people are floored by the fact that she took third in New Hampshire. A lot of people are watching her now that weren't before. Mm-hmm. And she was always just kind of there in the wings, you know? She was like, I'm still here, everyone. <laughs> and everyone was like, all right, okay, Amy, cool, cool all good right. for you. Now everyone's really starting to take her seriously. So I thought I'd share some fast facts about Amy Clomashar that you didn't maybe know before. Oh, this is good. Okay. She's a Gemini. Oh. Okay. She was. She shares a birthday with Octavia Spencer and Mike Myers. Pertinent information. Stop it. Two and, of the most classic actors. Two of the most. <laughs> I mean, Octavia Spencer probably classic, really is. I mean, but... I know they're less likely to be in a movie together, but... Um, and we learned yesterday, I don't know if you were listening, James, but a Gemini is a very, very likely uh, Zodiac sign to be a serial killer. Oh. So that's just something to put in your back pocket. I won't tell you that I'm a Gemini. You are? <laughs> I'm on the cusp. I'm a Gemini cancer. Oh. I was, bo- I was born Okay, on the so cusp. you'll kill someone but feel really bad but about feel, it. But then I'll take care of them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> she has remained, uh, apparently she's on very good terms with many of her exes and she has raised $17,000 from ex-boyfriends during her campaign. Stop it. Her favorite comfort food is a baked potato. Uh, oh God, of course it is. It's a ba- a nice baked potato. <laughs> With some real butter on it. And her sister Beth changed her name to Megan, dropped out of high school, and w- became a raging alcoholic before eventually seeking treatment. Okay, well, good for Megan. Yes. I'm glad that she has got, sought treatment. I wonder if these things are going to start to come up. She's going to be a target yes. now, right? Now, all now this that stuff. she's, all of these things are going to come up. How did she treat her sister in rehab? What did these ex boyfriends have to say? Are there dirty pictures out there? Because everybody's got some. Let's go back to that time she ate a salad with a comb. Ah, uh, and how incredibly homophobic of her to eat a salad with a comb. <laughs> Poor comb. <laughs> um, all right. And then, of course, some information that we were learning yesterday is that Andrew Yang has suspended his campaign. It's very sad. A lot of people loved Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. I think most people knew that he wasn't going to, you know, be he wasn't going to get the presidency or anything like that or become the primary pick. But you, you th- I mean, I actually had charged up my credit card. Oh, waiting for that thousand dollars. <laughs> to come my way. I'm like, oh, it's money in the bank. Come on, buddy. He doesn't wear a tie. He makes Asian jokes. I mean, everybody <laughs> loved him. And uh, so this is our tribute. Drop the subject style. Goodbye, Andrew Yang. So Yang, your, your signature policy is to give every adult in the United States $1,000 a month, no questions asked. That's right. Uh, how would you do that? Sorry? You know I am the math guy. And what is the oil of the 21st century? Marijuana. That's right. We need to do the opposite of much of what we're doing right now. And the opposite of Donald Trump is an Asian man who likes math. If you win the 2020 election, what would you say in your first call with Russian President Vladimir Putin? Well, first I'd say, I'm sorry I beat your guy. (laughs) What do you say to... And so tonight, I am announcing I am suspending my campaign for president. We love you, Andrew! I love you, too. Thank you, Andrew. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Just want to tell you quickly how we could possibly be sending you to Miami. For Miami Beach Pride, it's their huge weekend festival. It's April 3rd through the 5th. All you have to do is enter our National Flyaway Contest, and that can be found at wearechannelq.com. Just enter to win. 
if you are selected as a winner, we will fly you at a friend to Miami Beach. We'll set you up in a beautiful hotel. We're going to give you VIP weekend passes. You're going to get nice cold drinks by the open bar. Ugh. You know, might have an umbrella. That sounds amazing. You're going to have a champagne brunch right before you head over to the parade. So you got a nice little buzz going. Wow. So just go over to wearechannelq.com, enter for the chance to win this Miami Beach experience for Pride, VIP style, April 3rd through the 5th. That's the good news. The bad news <laughs> is While that- While you're in Miami. Yeah. Right. Is that uh, coronavirus is still running rampant. And of course, I'm here with James Simmons, a nurse practitioner who can give us the skinny on what the hell is going on. And the fact that coronavirus has a new name now. I guess the Corona Corporation was not happy about this. <laughs> Why did it get changed and what is it being changed to? The, they weren't happy about it. So, okay. I will say that the virus is now called COVID-19. C-O-V like Victor. I hate it. COVID. Let's rename Hated it. Moving Hated on. That's it. like the mass singer. Like, whoa, so awful. Okay, so COVID 19, because what they wanted to do is take away the stigma of this being called the Wuhan virus. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Correct. So let's not name it after a geographical location, an animal, an individual, or a group of people. It also has to be, this is according to the WHO, has to be pronounceable and related to the disease. Okay, well, I, I think we should hack off the 19. Were there 18 other ones that we don't know about? There are. Very good. So it's an acronym. Coronavirus ID'd 19. So there ni- there's 18 other coronavirus. Coronaviruses are a family. Oh, so it is the, so it is the 19th it is one. Yeah. So at least so to, to the best of my knowledge. SARS was like 11 or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. MRSA, SARS and MERS, MERS was one. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, these are a family of viruses that, that behave this way. And so this mm. is the 19th one. They're calling it the... You know, it's kind of a boring name, but I'm I, I'm for it. Okay, I, we need to stop calling because there we have talked about this a little bit before. There is some uh, xenophobia, racism, kind of subtle stuff oh, going yeah. on no, here. No, I don't right? think it should be called Wuhan virus. Right. But and then when it was called coronavirus, we did talk about how it's a strain. A coronavirus is a strain. Or it's mm-hmm, it's many different mm-hmm. viruses. So then I was like, why is this one getting the name coronavirus? Just coronavirus, right? right. When all the other ones were getting anyway. So okay, yep. that makes sense. I'm, I still think that we could find a better name, but it's better than the longer winded coronavirus. Because you're right, coronavirus is sort of like calling like you know uh, a Chevy Camaro car. Right. It's the car. <laughs> it's the car. Right. Everyone has the car. So a couple of other updates, you know, really quick. I just want to always want to tell everyone about coronavirus. This is ever changing, ever evolving. And it actually appears that as if it may be slowing a little bit, oh. which is really great. So even though, you know, everyone likes the big scary statistics, so I'll give them to you today. Uh, there are 13 confirmed cases in the United States. So far, they've uh, evaluated 398 people in the United States. 318 of them have been cleared. So there's oh. about 60 some who they're still waiting for their test results to come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one has died in the United States from this. Total, there's about 45,000 cases worldwide, about 1,100 deaths. The vast, vast majority of them have been in China, in Hubei province, in Wuhan. So while this thing seems to be very contagious, it seems to be spreading very quickly, um, the, the, the rate of people that it's killing is a little bit arguable, but it seems to be very, very, very well contained. And they're, str- they're still struggling to find a vaccine, though. Right? They are. And we're probably, I was just watching a symposium yesterday um, at UCLA about when how the vaccine development is going. We're probably six months away from a vaccine at best. Yeah, I mean, they can't just turn around a like, vaccine in 48 hours. Spit it out, yeah. But huh. 
in in good corona news, I suppose if there is some, you know, the uh, individuals who were quarantined at March Air Force Base, which is outside of Sacramento, were released today after their 14-day oh, quarantine. Nice. They had some hey. lovely things to say about their time in quarantine. Did they? Yeah. You know, they took their mask off. They were given clean bills of health. And they said, quote, we all realized we had gotten through this experience together and made some good friends. It was quite a good experience, and we hope we'll have a reunion soon. Oh, oh. you know, for C20, CVN20. <laughs> COVID-22, oh, we're coming back. Yeah, yeah in Cabo, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to show you, uh, we're going to give you a chance to win tickets to Cirque du Soleil tomorrow night. Clear your calendar and keep listening. This is Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q. We're getting heated back here. Drop the subject. Allie and James Simmons, nurse practitioner at Ask the MP. If you want to ask him whatever you like, you can also follow him and you can follow us at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, later this hour, we're going to be hooking you up with a four pack of tickets to Cirque du Soleil. They're hosting an equality night. Mm, They're so gay friendly. It is the circus after all. I mean, hello. I mean, hello. (laughs) Uh, So that is tomorrow night under the big top at Dodger Stadium. So stay tuned. We'll give you the cue to call for that. Now, Catholicism is something that uh, is probably a little bit divisive to talk about here on, on, on Channel Q. Maybe a there little. There are some negative opinions of the Catholic religion. <laughs> you don't say. Founded in a lot of evidence over <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years. And hey, you know, Catholicism was literally ruling the world for many, many years. So it's crazy to me to think now that we have a shortage of priests. There are literally people in the Amazon who want to go to church every week and cannot because there are no priests. Apparently, 85% of Catholics in the Amazon, according to some, the BBC anyway, are saying that they do not have access to a priest consistent, consistently. They're not getting mass every week. Some of them are not even seeing priests but once a year. I mean, a year, that's probably the only times I ever see a priest yeah. is once a year. And Hello. that's when I get kind of forced to go to church around Christmas time. <laughs> You're like, I have to be here. Okay, let me do this confessional booth thing. Like, all right, let's just like hook this up all in one shot. Yeah, and I get a little wine out of it. Sometimes yeah. it's a nice port. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a port with a little, It's that's your one day a year to have a carb. <laughs> yes. They put the carb yeah, that on your little tongue. wafer ain't bad. You know, you she's know? she's all right. She's all right. There are worse things in the world than that wafer. Well, the, and speaking of worst things of the world, so what the Pope is, you know, let's get to the brass tacks of this. What the Pope is saying, one of the solutions was going to be maybe we ordain married men into the priesthood, which would obviously be the one of the biggest changes in the Catholic Church ever. Yes. And when they said that this was a possibility, my reaction was, wow, I that would be a huge step. Like, that would be amazing, but it's never going to happen. It, it, That's kind of what I no, thought. And it's then, not going to happen. We actually can't repeat what you really thought on air. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Because what I did want to say was that, you know, of course, with the reputations that priests have, maybe it would be good to have some married men enter the fold and not have a bunch of creepers wanting to become priests. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Because they're, all right. That's besides the point. A sentiment shared by lots of people. Right. So it was like, why don't we get some people that already have a partner? Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can lower the risk factor a little bit because let's face it, you got a bad reputation, priests. Yes. Um, There was also a question as to whether or not we would allow women to become deacons. Uh, I I think that in a lot of ways, uh, uh, nuns are sort of like the nurses of the 
Yeah. Of, of, of Catholicism. We know what's going on anyway, exactly. right? Exactly. They know what's going on. They've got that great bedside manner. They're always available. Okay. They, uh, they're, they're, they're sweet. They can answer all your questions. And then the priest just walks in and he's like, blah, blah, blah. You can't get married. <laughs> smite, 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 smite. Blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go back in my box. I mean, I don't know if you know, but from on high, Jesus Christ said that your vagina preclude uh-huh. you from really truly being able to un- deliver the word of Christ to anyone else. Oh. I just don't. That's actually what vagina means in Latin. <laughs> so I... <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a lot in three syllables. <laughs> vagina. Uh, you will never know the power of Christ like someone with a penis. Okay. Well, yeah. you know what? I... Um, I'm okay with that. (laughs) You weren't clawing to become a deacon in the Catholic Church? No, but I love that vagina and clawing are all being talked about in the same 30-second span. But if you think about it, I mean, how are we going to incentivize people to join the priesthood? I mean, the perks are not great. Perk number one is poverty. Correct. That's not fun. So you're broke. But at least when you're broke, you're like, well, at least I can hook up on this app, right? Nope. Because perk number two is no sex. Don't. The other thing that people really love in the world, uh-huh. uh, perk number three is going to church every day. I mean, hello. Now, some people, you know, my mom went to church every day. She loved it. She's great. My mom was also very not celibate, and she's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, and then that that clothing I can't imagine is comfortable. I, I mean, well, unless, it, you know, it's it's certainly not form-fitting anyway. It's like a, your Thanksgiving, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you put on after you've eaten a big thing. Uh, Listen. I mean, people are constantly confessing their problems to you <laughs> in a box, a wooden box, where you're in close quarters. People probably smell funny. Uh-huh. And then you have to just prescribe some Hail Marys. And just really, you're trying to get on with your day. And then you're like, oh, why don't I take myself on a nice shopping spree? Oh, wait, oh, a life of poverty. I don't have any money. Now, listen, there are some very important people in my life who are devout Catholics, also big supporters of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Of course, and yeah. also very woke. So we're we don't mean. I mean, we we mean to poke fun, but and, but we don't mean to disparage. But we this is so uh, you know telling of how behind Catholicism in general as like I think it's the world's largest religion or second. Yeah, behind. that's like get with the program, and yeah. you're completely right. I mean, there are I've met uh, people in the LGBT community that are religious, and I do think that there are churches that are extremely accepting, sure. and they can sort of set up some of their own rules as far as a specific church right Mm -hmm. and that's amazing i think that those two things can't exist in the same space i just wish that the pope would get with the program yeah 100 percent. because it's uh, slowly but surely the the membership in his church and they're the for the financial backing and therefore people being able to deliver messages of good and hope and helping the world and all those things those are fading because the church has not kept up with the time yeah yeah so get with it popes okay um all right do you want to go to Cirque du Soleil? Yes. It's tomorrow night. Oh. It's equality. Are you free? You're not talking to me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Cirque du But if you want them right now for free, all you have to do is call us. Caller 9 right now is going to get a four-pack of tickets. 833-77-CALL-Q. That is 833-77-CALL-Q. Again, 833-77-CALL-Q. Call right now. Caller 9 gets four-pack of tickets to Cirque du Soleil. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, I believe we have a caller nine on the line. Who's this? My name is Melina. Would you like to go to Cirque du Soleil? Oh my God, yes! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> well, just kidding, because you're caller eight. Oh, <laughs> there you go, oh, Melina. So it mean. could have been you. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm so happy. I would be, too. You're going to the big top at Dodger Stadium tomorrow night. A four-pack of tickets with your name on them. Who are you bringing? I'm bringing my husband and my kids. Oh, fantastic. I could, not afford, yeah, I could not afford this on my own, so I'm so happy right now. Tell everybody that you're so appreciative of what station? Channel Q, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And your favorite lesbian on the station is? All of them. I can't just pick one. That is not fair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your favorite lesbian is James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that too. Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, congratulations. If anybody else, I know we gave away our tickets uh, for the day, but they are on sale. You can still get these tickets, and they're actually not bad. Uh, CirqueDeSoleil.com, or you can call one eight seven seven nine cirque that's one eight seven seven nine two four seven seven eight three, and you can use the code. Any guesses? Rainbow. Oh, uh-huh. wow! Uh, for Cirque du Soleil's <laughs> Equality Night. Have you ever been to Cirque du Soleil? Uh, I have been to two. T- I have a Cirque du Soleil celebrity story. This is crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah. So we went to Cirque du Soleil at the uh, under the big top in Santa Monica at the pier, like right when I moved here a hundred thousand years ago, and. Uh, Vicki Gunlifson from uh, Real Housewives of Orange County was there. I would have never known. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I not a big fan either, uh-huh. but the people next to us pointed her out. And uh, she was in the middle of some sexual proclivities in the middle of the front row during the show. She was, wh- what was she doing? She was going, which base? Tell me which base. Uh, Second oh, base? Yes, and someone was rounding third. No way! In the, mid- in in the, the front? middle. Uh-huh. In the front row. In the front row. So we were, you know, we were not in the front row. We were behind, but everyone was like peering over and you could see and then there were drinks involved and people and well, boyfriends. And, you yeah. know, sometimes Cirque du Soleil brings out a lot of emotions for people. It does. And I mean, there's some hot bodies up there. There's so maybe some she was, like, very <laughs> hot bodies. There's, like, I mean, it's a weird space because it's really fun for everybody, no matter who you are or what your age is. Like, it's really fun for families, but also slightly titillating for couples. <laughs> for couples and reality stars. Oh, I remember I went and I could not stop looking up videos of people balancing plates and spinning plates afterwards. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever <laughs> I've seen in my life. Ever seen. The fact that somebody perfects the art of, of plate spinning and the hours that go into mm-hmm. that. And you put in a lot of hours where, without necessarily knowing if it's going to pay off. <laughs> Correct, because that's a pretty niche Minute, right. skill. Like, if Cirque du Soleil <laughs> doesn't work out, what else are you doing with we'll, the plate spinning act? We'll have you over here at Channel Q. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's always your backup plan, uh, right? Use the code rainbow. All right. So um, Valentine's Day is this Friday, and there is a new trend. It's a seasonal dating trend that you may want to watch out for. Of course, Valentine's Day can be very expensive. I think they estimate that Americans are going to spend about $27 billion on Valentine's Day crap this year. And that's just, you know, they do that whole price fix thing where they're like, you're really getting deals. Fondue for two and a glass of champagne for $47. (laughs) Right, like like $247. Exactly. Um, But if you are in a relationship that might be on the fritz and say you're a person who's on a budget and doesn't necessarily want to spend this money, you might partake in the dating trend, uh, the new dating term, valentiting. Any thoughts on what this is? Uh, so when I first saw this, I was thinking this was a new fetish, like a new, oh. like people are really coming to grips with wanting to wear tights. <laughs> On Valentine's because I'm a little bit literal of a person. So I'm like, Valentiding, oh, they're just wearing tights. Like maybe people who wouldn't normally wear tights are becoming comfortable with wearing their tights 
but only on Valentine's Day. But it's cool because everybody's valentining. Well, you know, they do have Cupid, who's pretty much wearing nothing. He, yeah, which I'm down with. So, like, I would really like to not tell you what it means so that you can just wear tights on <laughs> Valentine's Day and think that that's what it means. That's what's I actually have no qualms wearing tights. I was just, I, would I say this. you seem like a man who's comfortable wearing tights. Very much so. Yeah. Valentining is as follows it is breaking up with the person that you're with. At, within a week before Valentine's Day. Oh. Uh, it's basically just ghosting somebody or breaking up with them so you don't have to pay for the expense that is Valentine's Day. It's a combination of being a valent, someone's valentine and just being tight, being tight with money, hence the word valentining. Tight, so got it. So it's I, like Christmas tiding or sure. birthday tiding. Yes, like, like, I don't know. I, st- I think this name's awful. Correct. But... More than a third, 37% of people in a recent survey said that they had broken up with their significant other in the week before Valentine's Day. So it happens because, yeah, someone who's too tight with money uh, doesn't want to spend money on their partner for Valentine's Day. And they've already probably got an idea that they're not in it for the long haul. You're like, okay, I've been with this person for like six months, or hey, I've been wanting to break up with this person. Mm-hmm. Now I have to spend a bunch of money on them and get them an oversized teddy bear or make a custom <laughs> one at the Build-A-Bear and shop. Flowers and, oh, and God. Pre- so rather, and rather than phoning it in, my phoniness about how I feel with this person, I'll just break up with them right before. Yeah. So that's, that's the traumatic memories that they carry with them forever. Exactly. What you want to do is build up horrible repressed memories every Valentine's Day that just Build and build and build over time. And then you can just drink them away at Galentine's Day. At least it's cheap. Yeah. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. It's your favorite time of the show, James. Damn skippy it is because I'm a winner. <laughs> All right. I've got three headlines. You've got a bell. News It or Lose It commences now. <laughs> Headline number one. Move over, Kale. This is the new produce item that's gracing grocery store aisles. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, All right. Headline number two. Mysterious radio signal from space is repeating every 16 days. Okay. I love (laughs) space. I'm like super crazy about it. It's all up with my conspiracy theory stuff. Mm -hmm, There are aliens mm -hmm. among us. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is also one of the few times you hear radio in an actual like trending news headline. (laughs) So I figured I had to to take the bait. (laughs) Had to pull it. And then finally, headline number three. High level murder investigation grips tiny mountain kingdom okay i was so out until i said tiny mountain until kingdom. you said the word kingdom <laughs> three for three yeah! i have some reading to do i'll be right back drop the subject the new channel q where's the news that'll lose it jesse news it or dropping the it. ball. Dun, dun, dun. Dropping the ball. Don't you play me off <laughs> while I insult you. He's like, Drop the subject <laughs> presents. News it, it or lose it. I have, right. an, I have a new story. You do? Just drop the subject producer, lose his job. Okay. Drop the producer. <laughs> drop you. Ah, there uh, you go. All right. Uh, you have no rights. All right. I'm we tease kidding. because we love. Okay, we do. Uh, here's your first story. I'm going to start off with this murdering high-level princess in a tiny <laughs> mountain kingdom. Kingdom. You, uh, you are required to use the word kingdom four times. Okay. It is a ti- tiny mountain kingdom called Lesotho, and it it, it is in 
like let's see. Lesotho, Africa? It is the, yes, it, you're right. Yeah. It, the First Lady of the Tiny Mountain Kingdom of Lesotho, uh, she is now in, uh, in South Africa hiding because she is under murder investigation for killing her husband, the Prime Minister's previous wife, two days before his coronation, so to speak. What? Yeah. So basically... Him and his wife were kind of estranged. They weren't super together, but they weren't divorced. Meanwhile, this woman, her name's Messiah Thabane or Tabane, uh, she was dating. They were dating. They were kind of getting close. And then, miraculously, you know, somehow she she died. She was shot dead by a bunch of people <laughs> two days before he was uh, to become, to king, become or... king, prime minister. And then, about three months after he became prime minister, Messiah married him. Since then, she's had all kind of, you know, scandals and things that have been making their way to the surface. One of which was one of her employees was accused of stealing from her charity trust. And then he went missing from his jail cell and has never been seen again. Oh, come on. Who is this mafioso? I know. I mean, not good. Murder's bad. But also you're like, you're dirty. (laughs) You just are a princess and you're still murdering people. Like that's old school princess right, like didn't you get your princessness already like are you done can we be done exactly oh my gosh i know wow. nuts uh tiny mountain kingdom lesotho we'll we'll keep you updated i, need, I know this is the this is the stuff i okay. need one more kingdom yeah, uh that was tiny, only three. it is a tiny mountain kingdom there we go there's four <laughs> all right mysterious radio signals they come from space say what you want about the radio but we are heard from space people <laughs> half Who a billion light years from earth take that spotify <laughs> Okay, mysterious radio signals from space. Of course, they've been known to happen. They've been known to repeat. But for the first time ever, researchers have noticed a pattern in a series of bursts that are coming from a single source a half a billion light years from Earth. Mm. It's happening every 16 days. They're called fast radio bursts, or FRBs. They're millisecond-long bursts of radio waves in space, and individual radio bursts emit once and usually don't repeat. But repeating fast radio bursts are known to send out short energetic radio waves multiple times, and usually when they repeat, it's sporadic or in a cluster, but this is different. I think they're trying to figure out what this means. Right. Obviously, it's aliens. Well, of course it is. Who is communicating with us? We have been putting radio signals out into space until right after World War II on purpose to try to like communicate with yeah. something or someone that might be out there yeah, and now there like we're one them dude back. that's just monitoring it yeah oh, there's multiple dudes that okay. monitor these things at multiple sites around the world and here's the thing we don't know this or talk about it a lot but they hear signals a lot yeah and now some of that is like stars that are exploding and supernovas turning into black holes and all these different things but they're the pattern of this is really it's only ever happened like one or two other times and I only know that because I am honestly a space nerd so it could be nothing or it could be every 16 days aliens just putting out a radio wave saying sup hey sup they're swiping left on us sup. every 16 hey days. hey girl hey what hey. what you doing what you doing uh-huh. well, you, you up you, you up. I would love if aliens' first communication with us was you up. Yep. All right, and then lastly, move over, Kale. Mushrooms are the new grocery aisle celebrities. Oh. Apparently, 
everybody is all of a sudden obsessed with mushrooms. It's a new trend. Uh, and there's one mushroom, they're running out, like one mushroom farm called Bella Mushrooms. They said, we haven't run out as yet, but we are definitely trying hard to keep up. All of a sudden, there's a ton of demand. People are scooping them up. They're, maybe they're finding there's some weird mushroom dish that everyone's figuring out, or they're like, I don't know, I can just eat a ton of mushrooms and not gain weight, or what's a mushroom probably. cleanse? That's so all of a sudden, everybody's scooping up mushrooms, and they're calling it the mushroom mecca. Yep. <laughs> Of course they are, because we have to have alliteration. We have to. There, you know, everyone was bone brothing, right? Now people are mushroom brothing. But <laughs> exactly. I will say, from a medical standpoint, you get a ton of all of your B vitamins from mushrooms. So mm-hmm. maybe everyone's realizing they're B deficient? Yeah, maybe. Now, now they need their mushrooms? All right, I want to get your thoughts on the love drug, because there might be one being created, maybe released soon, maybe even in time for Valentine's Day. Not really sure. We'll get to it when we get back. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right. Yes, this is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie, joined by James Simmons, all show long, nurse practitioner. If you want to follow him and ask him all your questions that are health related, I guess I should say. I mean, I'll take other questions, but I purport not to be an expert on anything else. Yes, at Ask the NP. And please follow us at DTS Show as well. Wanted to quickly also let you know that you can enter on WeAreChannelQ.com for a chance to win a flyaway contest to Miami Beach to celebrate Miami Beach Pride. That's April 3rd through the 5th. You can go. It's a, a you get if you win. Yeah, there you go. I'm there. I'm your bad. You and a like friend. A okay, you and Sorry. a friend have just flown into Miami. <laughs> you check into a beautiful hotel. Oh my god. <gasps> yes, please. Oh, my room's just right down there. Hi, hi. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> you're, you're so hot. You're opening. Uh, you're getting an open bar in the VI and VIP passes for the entire weekend, and you get a champagne brunch before you go to the parade. So if you want to enter to win. All you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com. Again, that's April 3rd through the 5th. Exciting. Exciting stuff. It is exciting. Speaking of being excited, some people are going to be having sex on Friday. I mean, some people are going to be having sex right now, theoretically. As long as they didn't get valentited. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And then maybe you're still making love just with yourself, which is fine, too. (laughs) Which is fine. No judge. But there is an interesting article I found in The Guardian that I wanted to run by you that I figured we could chat about. And it's about... Having a love drug or taking a love drug, the headline reads, can romance be medically prescribed? Love Mm. drugs could soon be a reality and used alongside therapy to help heal broken relationships. And this is all according to a new book. And I think really when you read down, the love drug is just Molly. But (laughs) still, it's worth noting when drugs could be helpful for a relationship or harmful to a relationship. As a nurse, do you have thoughts on this? As a gay man, do you have thoughts on this? Very, very much so. So, uh, you know, there. I think what, what is really important for people to understand is that there is this intersection between the psychotherapy that goes along. So you mentioned like a relationship, maybe that's struggling. So there is a psychotherapy that goes along with this. And then there is oftentimes a pharmacology or a drug or medicine that goes along with this. And for almost any mental health condition, the drugs... If they work for you, because they don't work for a lot of people, but if they work for you, it's to sort of get you in a place where that then the therapy can kick in and work better. Mm. So you're not so distracted with your anxiety or you're not in such a depression that you can't even get out of bed. You work through the therapy and then we slowly wean you off the medication. So with, Ah. with that thought... 
I think what they're saying here is, you know, the the author uh, quotes, if it becomes possible to safely target the underlying neurochemistry that supports romantic attachment using drugs or other brain level technologies, then there is a reason to think this could help some people who really need it. So it's on the same thought process of if you're in a bad relationship, we give you a drug, it balances everything out, you work through it in counseling, and then off you go. Well, I think it's interesting that a lot of people are talking about microdosing for all kinds of things, whether it's sex or helping uh, quitting smoke. Smoking is what I saw recently. Uh, Microdosing mushrooms could help people quit smoking. Uh, People are microdosing on uh, company trips to come up with weird ideas. They're like, all right, iPhone's been done. What else? Here, just take some Molly and let's think about stuff. Let's have our ideation session while we're high. Exactly. But I will say, I mean... There is something about, especially if you're having sex with the same partner for a long period of time, it might be nice to kind of mix things up. Or if you are somebody who's anxious and you know it's hard for you to let go, I think that when you have bad sex is when you can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. When you can't just release and just kind of go with the flow and and, and take your brain out of it. So if right. a little Molly's going to help you do that. Well, and maybe, I mean, it releases dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, like all of these things we know are feel-good chemicals, or sometimes we need to block them for you to feel good. But either way, if there's microdosing again, we can use something like ecstasy instead of in the club, but to actually help people. Mm. If it's controlled and we're being safe, I'm for it. Yeah, so ask your doctor about Molly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Molly, is it right for you? Who tweeted it? It's a new game. Well, it's actually a, a the same game we did last week, but a little different. With Channel Q hosts, we're going to check... Uh, test James Simmons' knowledge after this. Don't go anywhere. I promise you, all listeners, everyone, I have not read these tweets. I do not know where this is coming from. No, but you really narrowed, you zeroed in right on the answer thank there. You, Unbelievable. You. It's You're... my women's intuition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think some bald men have a women's intuition. We do. It's, it's a thing. Hmm. All right. Here's your next one. I just saw Finding Fletcher, a Finding Fletcher billboard outside of my bedroom window, and it's official. We're sleeping together. I'm screaming how proud I am of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have absolutely no idea about this one. Someone who can see a billboard from their bedroom window is about all I can think about. So I'm trying to think of like where people live, Uh like, you know, uh, different parts of the town where there might be billboards. It's official. We're sleeping together now. So this person's probably single. I just saw Finding Fletcher billboard outside of my bedroom window and it's official. We are sleeping together. Crying face emoji. I'm screaming how proud I am of you. This was tweeted August 21st, 2019. <laughs> that's I'm, helpful. I I am really lost with this one. I think I'm going to go with Shira Lazar. Mm, good guess, but no. It is Michaela Gordon, <laughs> who also said in other tweets, smiling because I just blocked 37 people and I'm cutting off everyone just like I cut off my hair. Wow. And now that you say all of these things together, mm-hmm. very Michaela Gordon, <laughs> I feel I feel ashamed that I do not know her well enough to have gotten that. Uh, all right. Here's number three. Whatever is a commodity to you, turn it into to something you value and are grateful for. Hashtag appreciation. Oh, that's Shira. 
For sure. I should have known to wait for the spiritual, motivational. No shade, Shira. You know, I love you. But that, like, turning something into to something you value. Yeah, she's. What's our segment at the end of the show? Happy endings. She Mm -hmm. has like a constant happy ending, right? She is. Everything is. She spins it all positively. Yes, and she has time to because she's in there meditating every time before the show (laughs) for ten hours before the show. Yes. Uh, All right. Here's your next one. Caught off guard by Tim Ryan from my home state of Ohio. His response on protecting our schools from guns by providing mental health support for our children brought me to tears. Oh, he is not only a crier, but also the newest permanent host at Channel Q. And he's from Ohio. That one's AJ Gibson. Wow. Good job. You are doing so great with this. I wouldn't know what the heck. Like, <laughs> I would be like, Ohio. Uh, uh, um, you're like, I'm, me? I'm like, Justin, <laughs> like, the producer? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, I've been passed around to everyone frequently in the last few months. So, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. You have been through the uh, the rotating door. or the rot- Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Some, All right. Here's... Some people like being passed around. That's true. Yeah. All right. Your next one is, at least when my cat dies I'll never say I didn't take enough pictures there really is only one true (laughs) honest cat lover in the building Uh, who does it the right way oh you are welcome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. That is your Allie Johnson, that is me. everybody. Another recent tweet from yours truly is, people are calling for a gay Hallmark movie. Let's make a Christmas movie gay. Examples, Homo Alone and Jingle All the Gay. <laughs> very good. You should sell these shows. I should. All right, What's your la- uh, here's your last one. A double rainbow as we pack for our big gay vacay. Rainbow, rainbow. Couldn't have asked for a more fitting send-off. Unicorn heart. <laughs> Who is the most gay human being <laughs> at Channel Q? Um, uh, there, this person ha- was having a moment mm-hmm. at, at this point in their life. They were about to go on a long journey and right. be away from a lot of people. It was a very emotional time in their life, and they did get an exceptionally gay send off <laughs> on their trip to, I believe that one was to Australia. <laughs> that one happens to be yours. Truly, James, James Simmons, Simmons, DNP. Oh my Congratulations. Are you kidding me right now? Jesse, you went and found the gay rainbow unicorn tweet? That's great. A double rainbow unicorn tweet. That's the gayest of the gay. It, I think you really win. I, the unicorn was even shedding a tear. That's how gay it was. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the subject. The new channel Q. It's not changing there. All right. <laughs> Drop the subject. Allie Johnson here with you and James Simmons here with me and with you as well. Uh, thanks for checking out the show. If you missed anything, please download the podcast. That's available for your listening pleasure. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. You can go ahead and give it a download, give it a, sub- a subscribe, a rating. A, a something. You almost uh, were giving me your Amy Klobuchar a podcast. <laughs> download your podcast. <laughs> we're going to download a podcast, and you can listen to it any yeah, old time, it's, really. Oh, God, it's so great. That's what they're there for. Vote for Clover. <laughs> Clover. How has no one ever given her that a nickname Clover. yet? I mean, yeah. You, I, you just coined this. Yeah, and then when she really delivers like a good dig, they can say you got Clover. You got Clover. You've been Clover. You need to hashtag that right now. <laughs> Put it on your Twitter. Right. You're going to blow up. <laughs> 
If that's what'll make me blow up, then sure, I'll take it. <laughs> you got Clover. Uh, okay, Rush Limbaugh. He is somebody who, um, you know, he is the recipient recipient of the Medal of Freedom. He's the most <laughs> recent recipient, uh, along with the likes of people like Helen Keller and Rosa Parks and Mother Teresa. Meryl Streep, Tennessee Williams, Warren Buffett, Brokaw, Cronkite. You know. Meryl Streep has one? Meryl Streep has one. Huh. How cool how cool is that, Mother Teresa? Even guys like Dick Cheney, who we like didn't love, but oh. like totally deserved it hmm. because of what he did for this country, even if we didn't always agree with it, right? Like Right. And Rush Limbaugh has kind of made a name for himself being uh very divisive, being very conservative. He has been very uh, I mean, he's probably on the top 10 list of one of the crappiest people. Yeah. I pre- will say. Pretty much, which is uh part and parcel for exactly who Donald Trump would award the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Exactly. He's like, you are on the list of a-holes. I'm right next to you. So let's, we got to stick together, all right? <laughs> right. Um, so he just said some things about Pete Buttigieg, which, I mean, I'm sure he's said many things about him in the past, but this is what he most recently said as far as, and I think this is interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you brought this to my attention. I think it's fascinating. Uh, and he, what he's asking is, how are people supposed to explain to their kids what Pete Buttigieg is doing with his husband when he kisses him on public television? Take a listen. A, a political ad where Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, going on and on and on and on and on about how parents in America are struggling to explain President Trump to their children. And then I happen to see this. I mean, what, my natural conclusion. So he says Trump causes problems for parents. What about that? If you're not watching on the Ditto Cam, what it is a picture of Mayor Pete kissing his husband. Which he does frequently. Oh no, he does frequently. <laughs> One would hope that's his husband. Is that is that common knowledge that he kisses his husband frequently? I, you know what? I, this really takes me to. I, I just actually I've listened to this a couple of times, and I just now got really enraged. I, you know, like oh, withholding oh, really? just now, yeah, no. withholding humanitarian aid, allowing a foreign entity to influence our election mm-hmm. in order to to guarantee him victory, continuously lying to the American public. Doing buying his way into this presidency, buying his way out of an impeachment, withholding foreign aid to meddle in yet another election that is on deck, and then getting impeached for it. Mm-hmm. These are all things that would qualify explanations, like having would would warrant us having to have explanations to our children as to why a person like this deserves to hold office and is qualified to hold office. It also raises questions for me, the child inside, going, why don't we have more prerequisites when it comes to... uh, (laughs) To being president? To being president, exactly. Like, couldn't you have, like, you you literally can't, you don't need any past job experience to have... No. uh -uh. No, there's nothing. You just have to be over 35. And, by the way, those things completely... Sending us on the path that we are on right now globally is akin in Rush Limbaugh's eyes and his listeners probably to kissing one man kissing another man. That's how bad they see this. <clears throat> right, right. Exactly. Like, it's a parallel. He's making a parallel mm-hmm. between uh, people trying to explain the, the beast that is Donald Trump and what he's doing to our country and two men who are married legally mm-hmm. who love each other which you know what you would have to explain the concept like if you're in a straight household you're a heterosexual household you have a kid your kid goes to school they may meet other kids that have gay parents like yes that's a conversation that you're going to have with your kid 
That's a conversation that you're going to have with your kid, regardless of whether or not there's one running for president, yeah. that there's a gay man running for president. Right. Like, it's not like all of a sudden Pete Buttigieg is kissing his husband and they're like, oh, no, great. Now I have to explain <laughs> this to my kids. Because we've never seen right. this before. It's the- never been a part of any of our conversations that it's the first time two men have ever kissed. Right. But it is the first time that a president has done half of the things that Donald (laughs) Trump has done in the past three years that he's held office. So, but it does make me think about, um, you know, the process of explaining the queerness to your kids. Mm-hmm. What is that sure. process like? My my aunt is gay and she has a daughter who's nine years old and uh, she she loves me. I don't know why. She's like one. She's she wants to do the things that I'm doing. She's an artist as well. Aww. She's adorable and she's very smart. Uh, she's probably going to surpass me in 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 many many arenas in <laughs> probably year. the next five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she wanted to get her hair cut like me, mm-hmm. and she said to her mom. Well, you know, you're gay, so I'm definitely going to be gay, so mm. I should get this haircut that's kind of gay. And my, <laughs> Just speed up the process. Yeah. Right? And so it's just funny the connections that kids make Absolutely. when you do have to clarify and be like, oh, no, honey, you uh, you don't have to be gay just because I am. It's interesting what conclusions kids jump to. There was another, uh, some other parents I was talking to recently who they said, uh, some queer parents, two women, who said that their kid said, oh, you know, uh, it was their daughter, said, oh, yeah, I I have to be with girls, but then Tommy has to be with girls because his parents are straight and my parents. So it was like you have to be the same as the parents that you have. And Which is so funny to me. Isn't that hysterical? And I th- it points exactly to, I think, the most important thing when you're talking to any kid about anything is that you, you know, and at first of all, I guess I want to preface this. I am not a child psychologist, okay? So we, get, we do get lots of mental health training as a nurse. I have experience with this, but I'm not a child psychologist. But what I do know is that developmentally, children's brains are not small adult brains. And I think if we approach the conversation with that knowledge, you cannot explain this to a child as if they are an adult who just needs you to explain it slower. Mm-hmm. Their brains work differently. Yeah. So the exa- two examples you just gave are perfect examples of where kids' brains are. So the Like experts- they understand the concept of gayness, but they're not exactly sure yet how it happens or how. It's just like, you know, you understand two Two people can have a baby, but you're not really sure of all of the intricacies that go into that. And, yeah, and all of the lo- multiple levels of layers of things that go into that. So you know that the the experts do say for that very reason, keep it simple, provide honest, factual answers. You know, keep it short and reasonable. Remember these. You can't throw big, weighty concepts or a lot of them at kids. They're not going to process them the way that you think they are. Use neutral or positive. Uh, language, very laid back tone. Um, Focus on the relationship, by the way. These are two people who love each other. This is a way that two people who love each other and committed Mm, relationships mm -hmm. show their affection, not about the sex. Don't focus on the sex. Be, of course, credible and compassionate. Um, And then also, I think this is really important. Consider what the kid is actually asking. And you can ask the kid, okay, so that's a great question. Is is this do you really is this what you want to know about right or is this time are we about to have the birds and bees conversation Mm -hmm. or are you like does kissing spread germs like what is the kid actually don't assume you know the kid's intentions actually ask what the kid really wants to know right 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 well I would love to see parents explain to their kids how Rush Limbaugh was able to be awarded the Presidential (laughs) Medal of Freedom now there's a brain teaser for you a new segment up next don't go anywhere drop the subject comes right back drop the subject the new channel Q. All right, let's do something new here.
on Drop the Subject. It's called the Local Spotlight. We are on in 35 different cities, wow. believe it or not, James. So it's important that we bring those cities together by spotlighting some of the local cities and the news that is trending in those areas. You have a wheel in front of you with all kinds of different stations, all of which we are on. Detroit, Denver, Cleveland, Chicago, Boston, Baltimore, Kansas City, Vegas. Who knows? Spin the wheel, James, and we'll find out which city we must find a local story in. Go for it. Here we go. Uh... Oh, that was a, the weakest spin ever. <laughs> Come on, give it another one. Okay, give it a strong one. Sorry, sorry to everybody right, out there. Uh, I'm not going to tell you Spin the wheel. Yeah. Oh, Hartford, Connecticut. Hot 97.3 HD2. Okay, we have three minutes to find the best story we can find out of Hartford, Connecticut, and we're going to share it next. Don't drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject returns, Allie and James Simmons, and we're trying to bring people together here on Drop the Subject, on Channel Q in general. Because we are, uh, after all, on in many different locations, including Denver, Detroit, Cleveland, Boston, Baltimore, Atlanta, and many, many more. Uh, Miami, Milwaukee. So it's important that, you know, it's not just all about, you know, the West Coast. It's, It's not all just about where we are physically right now, it's important that we spotlight some of the local cities where Channel Q broadcasts. I 100% love this idea. And I also think it's nice to give a little plug to those cities because sometimes... I feel like the queer experience in other cities is different than it is in a place like Los Angeles or San Francisco, Chicago, New York, et cetera. Very, very good point, James. There's somebody in Hartford right now listening going, finally, (laughs) they're talking about Hartford. All right. So that's the city that James spun the wheel and landed on. And uh, you have a couple of fast facts about Hartford before we get into their top local story. So you said a couple of people. It's probably more than just a couple of people. Oh, no. I Yes. Sure. Well, because. At least four. At at least four people, because Hartford ranks among the gayest cities in America. No way! Yes, from the Connecticut Post. So San Francisco still takes the cake. She's the number one gayest city in the country. However, Hartford ranks right up there with Denver and Los Angeles. Really? 4.6% of the overall population, which does include West Hartford and East Hartford. Oh, thank you for clearing that up. I mean, I just want to make sure. Interesting. Uh, It's like the jets and the sharks. But the East East Hartford, (laughs) West Hartford, everyone included, 4.6 of the population, identify as LGB or T in Hartford, putting them on par with Denver and Los Angeles. How about that? Wow. Well, welcome. I'm so glad that we uh, that we know that information. I actually had no idea. So uh, we should go to Hartford Pride. Uh, 100%. Please, someone tell us where we need to go and yeah. the cities and the bars. And when Pride is, we will bring Drop the Subject to you. All right. I have done some digging and I landed on the Hartford Courant. Courant.com. It is breaking news. That's all Hartford related. So, without further ado, the top local story in Hartford, Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent timing. Missing bald eagle from Ashford Rehabilitation Center found safe. This was under the breaking category. All right, so this is a big story. A bald eagle named Atka went missing from Horizon Wings Raptor Rehabilitation and Education Center and has now been found. The center announced that Atka, a 10-year-old male eagle, was found safe on the property, and uh, apparently Atka cannot fly because he has an old shoulder injury. Definitely can relate to Atka on that. 
Yeah. Went missing from uh, between late Sunday and about uh, 8.30 a.m. Monday. They didn't know where the hell he was. And the vice president, Gene, who is pictured at the top of this uh, <laughs> article and is as gay as they come. Of course, her name is Gene. Her name is Gene Wadsworth. I. <laughs> so uh, let me just paint a picture for you. Please. A woman with a big giant glove on because she's got a bald eagle on her on her arm. Uh, she's also got a white turtleneck. Then over that is a dark green fleece. Then over that is a gigantic denim jacket. And then she's got nice kind of grown out grayish brown mullet. And a mischievous smile. And a, mischievi- a mischievous smile saying, yeah, I got a bald <laughs> eagle on my arm. No. I'm pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty cool. Um, uh, this eagle is majestic, by the way, and I'm very glad that Hartford <laughs> residents, you have Atka, your non-flying, shoulder-injured, uh, maybe eagle. maybe gender fluid, by the way, because in this article, I'm not sure if the Hartford Courant knows this, but they have referred to the eagle as both he and her. Oh, yeah. So maybe I mean, a gender nooch bald eagle. I, I, I'm in. And listen, Gene, we know you're listening. We know and you're gay. We know you're gay, and we want you to give us a call because we want to hear the story. Eight three three seven seven. Call Q. Did I get it right? No? Yes. Uh, yeah. Eight three. Yeah, you did. You did. Thank you. Uh, all right, Jean. If you're listening, please give us a call because I'm sure, just from the look of Jean, that she would love to tell us more about Atka. Uh, I've raised her since she was a little. All right, I'm just making this up. Uh, all right, we have more to get to. I'll drop the subject returns right after this. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James. Simmons, nurse practitioner at Ask the MP. Give him a follow and give us a follow as well at DTS Show. Also, I don't mean to keep telling you what to do, but you're probably going to want to head over to WeAreChannelQ.com because I'm about to tell you how you can win a trip to Miami to Pride, Pride Weekend. It's April 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and we will give you a flyaway. It's a flyaway contest, so you and a friend are going to fly to Miami Beach. We're going to provide a hotel. It's a gorgeous hotel. We're going to give you two VIP weekend passes to Miami Beach Pride, where you will sip on some some lovely cocktails at an open bar in the VIP section, and then you get to tell all your friends that you were in a VIP section. Mm. You get to enjoy a champagne brunch right before you head to the parade. So go to WeAreChannelQ.com for your chance to experience Miami Beach Pride in true VIP style. This, by the way, is one of the most stylish prides. It is one of the best prides. Have you been to it? Never. I have. Nice. It is fantastic. And if you have never been to Miami in general, you want to win this trip because VIP in Miami is almost impossible to do. Really? Because it's really pricey? Really pricey. And and literally like J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez are the people sitting VIP even at like Pride. So like you can't get in unless you win from Channel (gasps) And when you went to Miami Pride... Did you see a double rainbow while you were packing? <laughs> I've never. I did ride a unicorn in the parade, though. <laughs> I am never going uh, to live this down. I, am I? don't know. I if you didn't even realize need to say that. until this moment how gay that tweet was. <laughs> I mean, and I'm pretty gay. Uh, speaking of being pretty gay, the top of the next hour, we're going to get into the gay MA, where I get to ask James a question about his queerness and his lifestyle, and he gets to ask me a question that he's always wanted to know about frumpy lesbians. I don't know what's in the back of your mind, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm not asking you, because you're not a frumpy lesbian. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, all right, but we have to tell you about what's going on with Roger Stone and with Donald Trump. Unfortunately, his name has to come up at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, come on, get your clicker ready, Jesse. It's Trump Around. All right, 
Roger Stone. It's on the tip of many people's lips today. He, of course, is a well-known... <laughs> I'm thinking of that in this other wrong way. Sorry, continue. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he is, of course, a good friend, a good supporter of the president, and he has been. He was through the Mueller investigation to his own detriment. He had uh, been a convict. He has just been convicted on seven counts. Not just. He was convicted on seven counts, including witness tampering and lying to investigators during the Russia investigation. The investigation into mm-hmm. the Russian meddling, which yep. was part of the Mueller report. So he was suspected to get about seven to nine years as a result of that. And then, boop, all of a sudden, Attorney General Bill Barr and his crew, they decided to reverse the sentence, causing four prosecutors to completely quit because <laughs> he overrode their decision. Correct. And that that was even so, uh, you know, what's really interesting about this is actually Bill Barr, apparently, you know, some insiders are saying didn't actually know that Donald Trump was going to do this initially and then started this process and then bill barr was like oh i better get involved because i'm the ag so okay we're, we're gonna jump in and do this and it was all happening right after donald trump sent this tweet about how roger stone's sentence was so inappropriate and, yes. and too long yes i'm glad you brought that up because yes he tweeted congratulations to uh oh no this is two months in jail for a swamp creature yet nine years recommended for roger stone who was not even working for the trump campaign gee that sounds very fair rogue prosecutors maybe the swamp <laughs> the, the swamp. swamp. Listen, this guy allowed a foreign entity to influence our elections and then lied about it, mm. tampered with witnesses. I think seven to nine years was was probably appropriate, if mm. not more than that. And yet now he's being commuted to maybe as few, well, potentially as few as 87 months. Well, I will say that Lindsey Graham has already shot this down, but there is a petition on uh, sign.moveon.org to investigate the DOJ's Roger Stone reversal. And there are already 110,000 signatures. So maybe we'll tweet that out. Hey, the more the merrier. I don't think it'll get us anywhere, but what the hell? No, it's not going to do anything. No, it's not going to get us anywhere. All right, we'll move on to the AMA. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Must share some breaking news with you on Drop the Subject with Allie and James Simmons. We were actually off the air having a very interesting conversation that I'd like to bring on the air, but maybe we won't get to it until tomorrow, uh, about intermittent fasting. It's Fascinating. My favorite. Fascinating. Oh. Um, oh, but I must good. give you some breaking news. Rick Moranis has returned for a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I when I saw Rick Moranis trending, I was like, "Please don't be dead! Please oh, don't de- no. be dead! Please don't be dead!" And he's not dead. In fact, he's doing a reboot. That is one movie that I support a reboot of. Do you, Honey? I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, that like was like groundbreaking back in the day. Oh my god! Was I was awesome. like, "How are they doing this? They must have actually shrunken all of them." That's the only explanation. It is the only plausible explanation. And now with the new technology that we have. It's going to be really good. That's I why I support a reboot great. of it, because uh, the remake is going to be an amazing special effects, and I'm all down for it. But also, if Rick Moranis is reprising his role, does that mean that he shrunk his children for a third time? Because aren't there... <laughs> there, are isn't two. there aren't there two yeah. of them? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Again. Isn't that the sequel? So, yes. I re- so re- now shrunk the kids? He's just a really awful scientist? <laughs> he's Well, now he's into shrinking his grandkids, probably, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come here. It's tradition, kids. You whippersnappers. Uh, all right, let's get to the gay AMA. This is a chance where... Uh, a chance for us to get to know each other a little better, James. It's an AMA and Ask Me Anything gay edition. <laughs> 
I get to ask you anything I've ever wanted to know about you and your double rainbow unicorn gay lifestyle. <laughs> that's my new. That's gonna be my new social media handle. <laughs> double rainbow unicorn. Uh, <clears throat> that's funny. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. James, what is the gayest and the straightest thing about you? Other than the tweet oh. that you that we brought <laughs> onto the air earlier about how you were packing for your gay vacation to Australia with a double rainbow setting you up for said vacation. For for said vacation. This is very, very good. Uh, so I apologize to everyone in advance for the obvious stereotypes that are going to come with all of these things, right? We try to break those. But there's always a little truth in stereotypes, I suppose. I think the gay... <laughs> I can't say the gayest thing about me on air, but the gayest <laughs> thing about me. Okay, your favorite fetish. Go. Your top ten fetishes. Go. Uh, well, it's kind of a fetish. I was going to say I, I am mildly obsessed with supermodels oh. and walking a runway in heels. Okay, when you said you were obsessed with supermodels, I thought you were going into the straightest thing about you, but then you flipped it and made it the gayest <laughs> then I flipped thing. It. Like, I want to be Naomi Campbell. <gasps> oh. I don't want to have sex with Naomi Campbell. Like, I want to be her. I want to punish the runway like her. Like, you know Miss J. Alexander from Project, or not Project Runway. Um, I've heard ne- the name. America's Next Top Model. Uh-huh. And he's the guy who coaches the women on how to walk the runway. That actually is my job. That, that guy should that's be your, doing that. That's your dream job. It, it, it is my dream job. In fact, I so I modeled when I was in my early 20s. And so we were at a runway show. It was it was in Minneapolis, of you, all places. Wait, but, do you have footage of your modeling career from your early 20s? I don't I'm sure there's recording somewhere. There's pictures. I saw old headshots the other day. I'll bring them in. They're Please hysterical. bring them in. Oh I God. need to see them. They're a hot mess. So I'm at this thing, and there, there were new models there who didn't really know how to walk well in heels. So I threw on a pair of heels that were way too small for my ginormous feet, and I showed them how to walk the runway several hours before they were actually going to start walking the runway. And I thought at that time, 21 years old, I should make a career out of this. <gasps> out of teaching chicks how to catwalk. How now, to ca- and now I have and my did, doctorate. And like, did, you uh, did, a good, did you do a good job at it? Yeah. Did oh, they, they learn? were fantastic. Okay. Yeah, they, I want course. you to teach me. At 100%. I, I have not worn heels since, let's see, the last wedding I went to. Um, so it's been a very long time. I don't even think I can walk in heels anymore. <laughs> so I'd love to have you teach me to do a great catwalk in well, heels. Of course. I can do that. I actually have a pair of training heels that I, that I give men to wear so they can practice around my house. Really? Because mm-hmm. wow. people come that over, is very gay. you get a couple drinks in them, and then they're like, oh, yeah, oh, well, let me try those heels. Because I have heels. I have several heels of, of my own. Like, okay. I like heels. Straightest thing about Straightest you. thing. I'm a big jock. Like, I'm a big sports dude. And ah. I know that that's not, there are so many gay men, in particular, trans people, lesbians, everyone, who play sports. That's not really, like, a straight thing anymore. But, like, I, I like... If we're talking stereotypes here, like you sports. love, yeah. yeah. So, what's your sport? What's your fave? Well, it, sometimes it depends on the season. If I had to pick one, absolutely couldn't watch Gymnastics. anything else. It would, it would be twirling, <laughs> <laughs> cheerleading. Uh, no, it would be uh, basketball I'm for sure. I'm a big sports guy. I love <laughs> figure skating. I like it's, it's my favorite. But like, I, my my family are football players. My dad played a year of pro ball. My brother oh, played nice. in college. Yeah, we're like big football people. So like, I'm super and actually know about sports, like the plays and why defenses work. And they you understand how sports work. Totally. You're not just yeah. like a I'm not good, just like he's cute. You're not just you like guys and tights. Yay! Yeah. No, like I actually like really get sports. Fascinating. Okay, get your cr- question ready for me. You got it. Get it brewing because the game may continues. 
with the tables turned after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons. And you know Valentine's Day is approaching when you start getting emails from random companies that are trying to make Valentine's Day relevant into some kind of uh, promotion for their company. <laughs> for example, my latest one is from a detail, an auto detailership. Stop it. Uh, saying, you auto love your car this Valentine's Day. <laughs> Ding for the pun. Where's the bell? Ding. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for a good pun. I just think this is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's funny, though, that they put, it's $149 for a detail with a little heart around it, and that it says, surprise someone special. If I surprised my wife with my with a, a detail, a car detail, I guess she actually might like it, but it does seem like a ridiculous gift to give somebody for Valentine's it, Day. It does. It's certainly not the most traditional thing that you're thinking of, but I just, you saying this now, I was like, all right, if my husband took my car <laughs> and detailed it and gave it back to you me. You probably I, like it, right? I, be ecstatic, actually. Yeah, I would really dig that. A single rose on the freshly detailed seat. And his naked body, like, sprayed across oh. the front of the hood. <laughs> Did you say splayed or sprayed? Splayed across <laughs> the front. <laughs> Either way, I'm not sure we were allowed to say that on the radio. Words are hard. Uh, all right, Game A continues. I have asked you a question, and now the tables have turned. What do you want to know about moi? The Game A continues. <laughs> So, <laughs> I just want that music to keep playing the entire mm. segment. <laughs> As a medical professional, I sort of know a little bit of the science behind some of this, but I have not been closely involved with a lesbian couple that I felt comfortable enough asking this question in many, many years, and I don't remember the answer. Ooh, I can't wait to find out what the question is. So what I would like to know during... How does softball work? Game right, a. let me get into it. <laughs> uh, so there are four bases. There's this, right, and then there's a stick and a ball. <laughs> and then we scissor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was almost going to be one of my questions. Does, does scissoring <laughs> actually work? Like, does it... Well, but I'm going to save that one. Uh-huh. I'm All saving right. that one. So save you, that you one for that next one. time. So this one... It's very common knowledge that when people who menstruate live uh, together, uh-huh. oh. their menstruation cycles line up. Mm-hmm. And so, this is a multi-part question. Do you and your wife's cycles line up? Uh-huh. And does then that also cause your hormonal, emotional responses around your cycle to also line up? Well, that's a very jam-packed question. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking it, yeah, yeah. Uh, James. The answer is that it depends on the lady because both of us have very uh, dependable mm cycles, if you will. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times there are some women who, if they live together and they're together a lot, their cycles will sync up. Mm-hmm. We've never been that way oh, wow. uh, over really? the 10 years that we've been together. But it had like mine moves a little bit. There was one time where it was like mine was a week before hers. And it was mm-hmm. like, whoa, we're actually this is like actually finally happening <laughs> after like see. seven years. Um, but no, you know, what's funny is our cycles have not changed to be different with uh, or to sync up with one another, but they. <laughs> this is the gayest answer ever. They have started <laughs> syncing up with the moon cycles. <laughs> oh, it's part of your cult so, stuff, right? Yes, I am getting mine every new moon, and Stop Katie is getting it. hers every full moon. 
Wait. It's very strange. Okay, so what does this mean though? That I have yours no idea. is with the new moon. You do, we haven't gotten that far yet. Like we don't know what that means. Mm, no, we don't know what that means. But new moon is about setting intentions, and full moon is about releasing. I don't know what correlation oh. that has with uh, menstrual cycles, but our bodies, our female bodies, are very in tune with the moon, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we have this visitor every month, wanted or unwanted, we have it, and the moon has the same cycle. 28 days. So it's very interesting that this is now in sync with something that's so far away when my wife is right oh. next to me and it's not syncing up with her. Does this mean you love the moon more than you love her? I think it just means that we save on tampons when we buy in bulk. I think that's really what that means. That's what's going on. Okay, I think we need to investigate this a little bit more because this. I love that that you have synced up with the moon. How fat? Like, did this happen recently? You've no, been I started noticing. I don't know. I maybe it was happening before, but I started noticing in the last three months and. I, as far as the second part of your question, which is hormonal, the hom- hor- hormonal aspect of mm. it, uh, we basically know when the other person's, you know, when that's happening because we will say it. But also you kind of know, OK, maybe I shouldn't poke and prod this <laughs> specific issue at this time. I'm going to leave this one alone. When I go to Albertsons, I will pick up a cookie because I know that she needs that. So there are things like that kind of unspoken Uh that happen around that time. But it doesn't greatly affect our fights or our relationship in any big way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I've been gay-made. You have been gay-made. And now you will be news it or lose it. That makes not a lot of sense. So three for three once, two for three the next time, right? Was that it? I'm going three for three this time. Okay. Three for three. Man with high ambitions, news it or lose it is next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, you feeling good? I am feeling excellent about this News It or Lose It. All right, well, lay it on me. I've got a bell somewhere in my periphery. Hold on, where somewhere is it? Somewhere there. That's, well, I'll where? stall while we find uh, the ah, bell. Ah, got it. Uh, I actually have four stories, and this is what's really <gasps> difficult right now because I have to, I literally, on the fly, I'm going to whittle, whittle this down. I'm using big words today. You can give me four. Can I give you four? Give me four. All right, let's see if, if we can go four four. If there's four that you're four. passionate about, lay them on me. Here we go. Number one. This one's kind of sad, but but, but good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like I that love one? how you go. I Here feel so go. confident. This one's kind of this sad. This one's kind of sad. Sorry, sorry. Man told his dead husband's healthy <gasps> organs are too gay for donation. What? Yeah. Oh, no. This makes me sad. I'm going to lose it. Uh, Sorry. Dang it. I'm coming out the blocks bad. Uh, next one. Wait, where'd it go? There we go. Driver caught using carpool lanes with stuffed dinosaur passenger. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. it. A little happier. A dinosaur? A dinosaur. (laughs) In California, this happens a lot. Couldn't you make a human? All right. But I've never, yeah, seen a dinosaur. Next one. Virginia, words. Virginia dog brings home orphaned bear cub. Oh, yes. Ding. (laughs) Okay. Last one. Uh Uh-huh. Gay cop outed by ex-wife is shocked by right-wing colleague's reaction. Huh. 
Uh, well, I lost the first one, so I'll give it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's a three. You got three, yeah. so I guess we can still play the song. All right, we come back with news it or lose it. Is three. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Okay, you've got four minutes to tell me three stories, James Simmons, and at least two of them have to do with animals, so I'm excited. I may or may not have done that on purpose. Right? What do they say? Know <laughs> You're your pandering, audience. and I like it. And, and I like it. Driver caught using carpool lanes with stuffed dinosaur passenger. Now, this is just a little bit about this because this is a thing that happens where there are HOV, like, you know, passenger lanes, right? So in in California in particular, people have used lots of different things, but ne'er had I been able to find previously anyone use a stuffed dinosaur. Well, I I think that... um with the tactics people use, people can get creative. If we're going to go with stuffed things, I guess it's probably hard to find a stuffed human. <laughs> or, um, or maybe not. Or maybe not, I guess. Or you could find a sex doll. It, uh, it might work. But sure. a cop driving by and seeing this guy and then being like, they're alone. Oh, no, that's a brachiosaurus. It, it, Never mind. <laughs> it is a bright green oh. fluorescent brachiosaurus like you this can't even person, put a wig on it yeah like they weren't even trying and but this was of, of course in washington is weed legal there yet maybe, uh, maybe this I, person that, was high that's a great point <laughs> great point they're like oh no oh uh, what do i have back here some beer cans and i get some weed oh yeah that'll work oh, What's, what work. i love also is that they went through the trouble and the time to buckle in the seatbelt of the <laughs> yes. dinosaur because you never know safety first it's important uh, especially with stuffed animals i think the uh there's a there's a law in the state of washington though that i think is hysterical you know first officer johnson said even if you have a favorite stuffed animal it does not count as passenger for the hov he literally said this and uh so state of washington says using now they have a new rule by the way they're tacking on an extra two hundred dollars if you try to pull this trick by using a dummy, doll, or other human facsimile to make it appear that an additional person is in the vehicle. Okay. Well, that's they have to be more specific because <laughs> right. there are people who are going to read that and be like, they didn't see, uh, they didn't say a bunch of like cans piled on top of each other and put in a giant bag to form a human body. <laughs> that person is definitely high. Uh, <laughs> 60 seconds for the next two stories, but they're about, an, uh, no, one's about an animal. Super cute. Virginia dog brings home orphaned bear cub this is the cutest story ever so long story short a dog goes out into the woods in rural virginia mm. comes back home and has the tiny like in the palm of your hand mm-hmm. that's how young this bear cub is and so the uh people the owners of the dog take the bear cub and they take it to the local animal shelter who then calls the virginia wildlife center and they say there was this discussion about whether or not they think a bear would actually take this back well, yeah, my th- first thought was this family has probably been mauled by a bear now. <laughs> right, because the bear has chased the dog to and the their mom, bed. Yeah, and the mom would come back and be like, don't F with my cubs. I'm going to kill you all. Mom is actually not killing anyone. She's off. She has not come to retrieve her child. Aww. So they have given a bear cub to a foster mom 
who is now raising it as one of her own. Okay, a foster mom bear, a fellow a bear. A foster mom bear, okay, yes. Okay, yes, I was like, good. if we start domesticating bears, I don't yeah, know if that, I, I'm which, like, part of me is excited about that, but another big part of me says that's not correct. <laughs> that, we shouldn't no, be doing that. Absolutely not. It's like when we domesticate tigers and things like that. Yeah. Like, not good. Gay cop outed by ex-wife is shocked by right-wing colleagues' reaction. And I just thought this was really, really sweet. This is actually, they're doing like an archive of really fantastic LGBTQ stories. And there's this police officer uh, in Texas who in the mid-90s came out to his partner at the time, was outed by his ex-wife. His partner called him and said, we need to meet right now. Mm. So they met at their favorite donut shop. Oh, I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. They met at a donut shop. Uh, Partner walks up to him and says, I was wrong this entire time. Partner was very right-wing partner was very anti-gay oh so someone changed someone changed because he had a personal relationship with this guy and he he now is like a card-carrying member of the lesbian gay peace officers association gay and lesbian peace officers association in texas it's a very lovely story oh i didn't know you could be a card member i'm always one for a sign up that sounds awesome good thank you very much for those news that are lose it stories i'm going to tell you how you can women trip to miami and happy endings we've got them if you've got them tweet them at us at dts show we'll get into those when we get back Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, it's been a wonderful ride. If you missed anything on today's show, you missed a lot. That's the bad news. But the good news is that you can catch up on all things show-related at DTS Show. And you can download the podcast, Drop the Subject, wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Allie. James, thank you for joining me again today. My absolute pleasure. I was just wondering if uh need me back tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think we should do this again should tomorrow. I? Okay. Fantabulous. I'll free up my schedule. Yeah, and if yeah. you have any questions tabled that are uh, that you've always wanted to ask an NP, a nurse practitioner, uh, you can tweet them at us either at uh, to James at Ask the MP, or you can tweet them at us at DTS Show, and we can uh, read them on there for you. I love it. You get. It, I think get us at the gram too. You can see a picture on the gram of producer Jesse. Taking the winner earlier, by oh, the way. Yes, from yes, the we did Cirque put that on story. Volta show, yeah. Yes, uh, anyone who's good with social media is welcome through these doors. <laughs> Please okay? come do this. For us. Please just tweet <laughs> things and Instagram things. Uh, that is wonderful. Okay, let me quickly tell you about Miami and how you can enter to win a flyaway trip. If you go to wearechannelq.com, wearechannelq.com, you can enter to win our national flyaway contest. It will get you to Miami Beach for Miami Beach Pride. James has been. He said it's a blast. So. Take him for his word, please. Uh, If you are selected, you will fly. You and a friend will fly to Miami Beach. We'll set you up in a hotel. We'll give you VIP passes to Pride. You'll even be in the VIP open bar area and get free drinks and a champagne brunch before the parade. So all you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com and enter to win April 3rd through the 5th. Wonderful. Also, quickly. Uh, Cirque du Soleil. If you still want to go and you missed out on tickets that are free, that's okay. You can go to CirqueDuSoleil.com, get some tickets, uh, and use the promo code RAINBOW at checkout because you can get a little discount. Cirque du Soleil is hosting for their Equality Night uh, everybody in the Los Angeles area tomorrow night. Okay. Business is through. Happy endings will ensue. There are some sad things that we talk about on the show, things that might bum people out, but it's important that we find the silver lining, give you something positive to take into your day. James, do you have a happy ending, sir? I I do have a fantastic happy ending. Uh, In fact, you know, given that there were so many things that went wrong with the show today, all because of Jesse... (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesse, you ruined the show. You're not fired. Oh, that's my He's happy ending. He's also technically ending. not hired. <laughs> He's also technically hey, hey, not. Actually, He's in job purgatory dun, right dun, now. Uh, so don't screw anything else up so, ever again. Yes, because every missed cue is noted. No, it's not. Uh, great, wonderful happy ending berating our producer. Speaking of <laughs> Jesse, what's your happy ending? Your job depends on it. <laughs> He's right. like, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh, God. So Yang might be out, mm-hmm. but Rick Moranis is in with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So hopefully they'll bring the ride back at Disney or the attraction. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be exciting. Honey, I Shrunk the Yang. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, I'd love to see what he does with like giant blades of grass running through, <laughs> like getting chased by a cat or something. Oh, all the shenanigans. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, all right. My happy ending is as follows. Women may still not be allowed to be priests, but at least we're avoiding Sister Act 4. Back in the habit with priests. I don't know what I'm saying. Back I don't in the habit really again. Uh, back in the habit again. No, I I really don't have a happy ending. Actually, my happy ending is this. Um, Andrew Yang may be leaving the presidential election. He will not be the next president of the United States, and that's sad. Uh, his presidency run or his uh, his candidacy run is dead, but you know who's not dead is Sarah McLaughlin, and that's why we take you out with this lovely tribute to Andrew Yang, R.I.P. We'll see you tomorrow. So, Yang, your, your signature policy is to give every adult in the United States $1,000 a month, no questions asked. That's right. Uh, how would you do that? Sorry? Don't let you, you know I am the math guy. And what is the oil of the 21st century? Marijuana. That's right. We need to do the opposite of much of what we're doing right now, and the opposite of Donald Trump is an Asian man who likes math. If you win the 2020 election, what would you say your first call with Russian President Vladimir Putin? Well, first I'd say I'm sorry I beat your guy. (laughs) What do you say to... And so tonight, I am announcing I am suspending my campaign for president. We love you, Andrew! I love you too. Thank you, Andrew.